Hello and welcome back to the Go For Two podcast. I'm Liam, your host, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Patrick. It's uh, a bad week for you with COVID, but how are you doing now? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Glad to be on the pod talking about something that's not just my illness. <laughs> well, we did we did have a bit of a week off. That was planned anyway, but uh, I think if there was a podcast due last week, you'd have been have to be on mute for the whole thing, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I would have would have been talking any sense anyway. <laughs> There we go. Uh, but you're better now, and we are a under a week now away from the first game of the season. We're recording this on Friday afternoon, uh, first game next Thursday: Bucks versus the Cowboys. Uh, exciting, isn't it? It's, it felt like it took ages to get in, and the last three or four weeks have flown by now. Yeah, it did. Especially when pre-season starts. Pre-season kind of meshes into one, doesn't it? But as soon as cutdowns come, that's so you know it's like it's here now. And then college starts, and then yeah, ready to go. Books yeah. and Cowboys. Oh, no. It was a bit weird last weekend, actually, missing, having a weekend without any games, because obviously there's one less pre-season game, but I think everyone's ready just to get into their proper games now. Uh, and like you said, college football started as well, so we've got Chris Olave dominating the college game, as always, so that's another another fun thing for us to talk about as the season goes on. But uh, today we are here to give our predictions for the season, so we're going to go through some of the, the main things, like uh, division winners, playoff teams, uh, some of the awards and stuff. But before that, we've got quite a bit of news because we haven't recorded for a while. So first of all, two running back injuries that uh, actually, especially the first one, I was quite gutted to hear because I quite like him as a player and he seems like a good person. So J.K. Dobbins uh, went down with a knee injury pretty much immediately. It was, didn't sound very good. Ended up being the dreaded ACL. Uh, and He's out for the season, unfortunately. So bad news for the, for the Ravens offense, mate. Yeah, really bad news, actually. I mean, both of these injuries were crippling, actually, for like two young budding stars. But yeah, big piece on the Ravens there. I think they'll be able to cope in some way with uh, Gus Edwards. I know that they've just signed Freeman, haven't they? Former Broncos running back but yeah real shame that you never it's inevitable though isn't it every season you always get like a couple of stars get an ACL injury and it's yeah it's just a real shame it's normally at the end of training camp as well right before the season starts which is just it just sucks but I agree I think the Ravens themselves it will affect their offense because Dobbins has got that speed to go to turn like a 20 yard run into an 80 yard touchdown but I think overall the offense will still be good, but I think the main point is let's just hope that next season he comes back okay because modern day ACL injuries are a little bit better now. But back in the day, if you got an ACL, you would lose quite a bit of speed. So let's hope that that doesn't happen for for JK. Uh, and then the other injury we're talking about, Travis Etienne, Jaguars first round pick, obviously another running back. He went down with a, what they thought was a mild foot sprain, is what they called it. It ended up being the dreaded Liz Frank injury, which is a name that I, I never heard of until about 10 years ago. And now I seem to hear about her name every single uh, every single season. He's out for the whole year as well. I've been placed on IR. So James Robinson goes back to RB1. Another crushing injury for a young star. Yeah, definitely. Because especially when you, you're high draft pick and you got a lot of hype coming out of college and... Yeah, it's just it's just never nice, is it? To be honest, I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be almost twenty four when he takes his first snap in the NFL. Etn as well. Oh yeah, I forgot he was a year older, wasn't he? The most of the running backs coming out last year. Yeah, yeah. 
What do you think about their offense? Think it affect them much with uh, James Robertson? I know ETN's obviously good back and good history with Trevor Lawrence, but I think they'll probably pass it quite a bit anyway, I imagine. Yeah, I think maybe that continuity with uh, Trevor that he was going to get maybe to get it going at the start of the season might be missing a little bit, but you know, it's hard to know what the Jags are going to actually look like. So, yeah, they haven't looked very good in preseason. The offense has not been uh, not been great, but Trevor Lawrence looks good, which is a positive. And let's hope ETN. I think that injury is an easier one than the ACL to come back for. So they're very confident that he'll be able to come back for training camp start of next season, which is good news. Let's just hope. Let's hope he recovers and is the same back we saw at Clemson. Uh, the next piece of news then is uh, one that I actually broke to you. I was the Adam Schefter in this one. Uh, text you saying, "Have you heard the Cam Newton news?" Uh, so Cam Newton was cut by New England Patriots. Bill Belichick picking Matt Jones. Obviously, there's a lot of rumours that the vaccination status was a part of it. The fact that players might want him to start and maybe it's just easier if he's not around, sat on the bench. But what were your views, I guess, when A, when I texted you and then B, now you've had some time to think about it? Man, I was shocked, I think, because like, because I had COVID, I think I've been like an hour behind everyone else's news. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm just not, just not sure, but... The, it shocked me. I'll be honest with you. It did really shock me because it's not like they just chose Jones to be the starter. It's just Newton is just gone. And I'm not sure we're going to see him on another roster, you know. It, it, it did did shock me in that kind of way. I know the same about the vaccination thing is, but, you know, there is still quite a few profile names knocking around. But this is one of the highest profile names I can ever remember getting caught that I was expecting to be the starter. I think we even had a discussion about what week we might think that Mac Jones comes may, in. Yeah, may see the field, and it certainly wasn't week one, snap one, was it? It was. No. It, it really, really did surprise me. Yeah, all pre-season three when Cam gets cut, it's just nuts. But yeah, I don't know if he'll end on another roster. I think he would improve the Broncos. He would probably. I don't know. It's difficult because I want to say he'll improve the Colts because of Wentz, but the problem with Wentz is partly vaccination as well. So <laughs> if you've got two people that aren't vaccinated, that's only going to increase <laughs> increase increase the chances that one of them has a close contact. So maybe maybe the Colts is not the right one. But yeah, I, I hope he does get signed somewhere. I think he's a good guy, uh, a huge name. And that Panthers team all them years ago was one of the best teams to, to watch for entertainment. So I hope he gets back. But Matt Jones, obviously, QB1 now in New England and start of a new era. So I think that that's exciting, at least even if you take the Cam News out of it. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, Mac and Mac versus Chua at the first week is that's just like Nick Saban's dream. <laughs> See those yeah. two going there too. I'm not sure what's going to happen there. That's like, that's a, I've been looking forward to that game ever since the schedule started because I think the, People have got used to the Patriots already not being the Brady Belichick Patriots. So it's like the ex now the Dolphins expect to win this game now. So it's just going to be very interesting. I think the Patriots will win, but we'll come on to that next week in our, our week one preview. I do have a bone to pick with you, by the way. You are going to watch the Dolphins and Pats over the Chiefs and Browns. I that's strike one on the podcast. That is Mate, I mean, I've been up that division all year. I have to put <laughs> up, don't I? But in yeah. reality, could be a, a red zone and a laptop situation. It's a double screen game, I think, for sure. Um, cool. Well, that's the Cam News. Let's hope he lands on, on some sort of a roster. Uh, he said he's going to keep trying, so let's, let's hope he does. Uh, next piece of news is kind of the opposite, really. It's a veteran that everyone in the league loves, has found a new home. So KJ Wright, ex-Seahawks linebacker, 
a lot of rumours that he was going to try and go back to Seattle. They wouldn't pay him enough money. He's ended up signing a one-year deal for the Raiders. Um, what does it mean for them? I think they get a bit more leadership, which I don't think they've got, which is nice. Uh, and they have a linebacker, another linebacker that Travis Kelsey can uh, kill in coverage. So that sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, any thoughts on KJ Wright before we move on? Yeah, it feels like a Raiders signing, doesn't it? It's 32 yeah. years old. It's... <laughs> Gruden loves it. Yeah. Do you see that though about the other week? About they tried to trade back for Khalil Mack, didn't they? Yeah, we didn't have that on the rundown, but I should have done that actually because it's hilarious. They apparently they offered <laughs> a couple of firsts for Khalil Mack, which is just stop, uh, stop it! What are you doing? I know, I know. I felt Tyler, who came on our fantasy podcast, is going to feature throughout the season. He's a Raiders fan, and I was very nice about the Raiders when he was on because I felt bad that he was offering his time. But they they are the worst. I, they might be the worst franchise in in the NFL. It's just so weird. And then did you see the owner built a house just to look like the stadium in the middle? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. John Gruden's got, what, seven years left and 70 million on his contract? So, uh, yeah. It's a very strange time to be a Raiders fan. But hopefully one day we'll uh, go to Vegas, record a live podcast from the new stadium. Yeah, that could be the aim. Uh, and then the last bit of news then, somber news again, really, especially for Saints fans. Uh, so the Saints have had to move their first home game. There were rumours it was also the second home game, but I couldn't confirm that, so I don't want to say that. But it's definitely the first home game of the season. They're home to the Packers, I believe. Uh, and they've had to move that to Jacksonville because of uh, Hurricane Ida. Again, New Orleans, I think it's 16 years, pretty much to the week of uh, Hurricane Katrina and New Orleans being affected again. Uh, obviously, not just the franchise, but the fans, the, the local people, the community, the stadium, everything. So... It's just sad times for, for anyone from the area. I guess we just wish them well and hopefully it passes as quick as possible and we can limit the damage. But I know it's not looking great at the moment. No, absolutely. I mean, I've, I mean I'm not sure if you've been as well, but I've been to New Orleans and it's just full of such nice people. You just can't believe that this something as bad could happen again. I don't think it's quite going to be as bad as Katrina, is it, on the devastation mm. scale, but it's still going to be a lot of could be like loss of lives and people just losing their homes. It's just, there's more important things, isn't there, than football. So just send it to Jacksonville and then when it's ready, they can go for it. Yeah, and the Saints will then use their facilities to actually help people that need it, which is the whole reason, not the whole reason they're moving the game, but one of the lead factors is not just player safety, it's to actually give people somewhere to go. Yeah. Uh, and to use the Saints facilities, which I just think is great for the franchise. Um, and it's just crazy that, Drew Brees' first year in New Orleans has happened. Drew, Drew Brees leaves and the last, obviously the first year after he left, the same thing almost happens again. I think it's it's crazy how the world works, but we wish them well and hope, like you said, the damage is, is nowhere near as bad as then and we can they can get on with their lives as, as soon as possible. Uh, and it, I think that's all the news we have. Um, it's quite a bit, actually. Obviously, there's loads of cuts and stuff. We're not going to talk about, what was it, 32 cuts for every single team. That We'd be here for a 12-hour podcast, but we don't want that. So let's move swiftly on to our predictions. Uh, plan is we're going to go through first division winners. Then we're going to do our AFC, NFC wildcard, so we know our, our seven playoff teams. I still find it weird, by the way, saying seven. I don't know about you. Have you got used to it yet? Not quite, no. Not quite got used to it. But because you kind of in my head, you're thinking who's going to get the buy, and it's the first two teams. But some I think like the first round buy now just seems like a foregone conclusion. I feel like in the AFC it does, so it kind of holds a little less interest. It's good to have extra football, obviously, isn't it? But for a fan, but 
Yes, yeah, strange one. Yeah, I don't like it for the uh, for the actual season. But when we get to that first wild card weekend and there's more games, then I actually like it. Yeah. <laughs> but as as a fan of a good team, you want there to be two buys for sure. But uh, yeah, I'm sure eventually we'll, we'll get used to it. Uh, and then after we've done playoff stuff, we're going to move on just to do the major awards, uh, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, stuff like that. So let's kick it off then. Uh, well, we've done our previews, but this is a time to finalise our division winners. I've got a spreadsheet as well, so we're going to keep track of it and uh, see who wins and loses. So give me your first one. We'll start with the AFC North. Who have you got winning the North? The Ravens. Even though lost Dobbins for the season, I'm sticking with the Ravens over the Browns and Steelers. Nice. I think in the show I had Ravens as well, uh, but I have flipped my answer. So I have, <laughs> I have gone the Browns for this one. I think Dobbins is a bit of a miss. The injuries to all the pass catchers and the Ravens really worries me. They're really badly hurt. And the reports coming out of camp are that interior O-line's not been good either, which is where they spent all their money with Zeitler. So I'm a bit concerned with them. Uh, and we spoke about it on the preview pod. They've got that weird week, haven't they, where the Browns have got a rest, whereas they've got to go Browns away, Steelers at home, and then Browns at home. So I'm going to lean to the Browns, I think, on, on that one. So we've got one different. Uh, next then um, I'll start AFC South I went the Titans for this one I know a lot of people like the Colts but I think the Titans are by far the better team what about you? Yeah I'm going for the Titans <clears throat> I do like the Colts but I think the thing with Wentz scares me not just of the playing schedule and how he's going to be just the, the vaccination thing and missing time I'm just going to go for the Titans I like Tannehill and Henry as a duo as well so yeah, well, and now they've got the two the two wide receivers as well, so they're going to be uh, going to be entertaining. I think. Do you, are you pretty confident the Colts will be with them all the way, or you think the Titans will run away with it? No, I don't think there'll be any running away in that division. I think there's be it's going to be you know 10, 10 11 wins maximum. Nice, uh, yeah, I agree. It's going to be a couple of bad teams potentially in, in that one. Um, cool. AFC East then. When you kick us off, who have you got winning this division? Yeah, it's got a bit of bills, hasn't it? I think it's. I think this is my favourite division coming in this year because I just I like the Patriots. I like to see how the Patriots are going to rebound in the second season without Brady. But I stick with the Bills. I think you just throughout the whole organisation they've remained pretty solid this summer. They've got Josh Allen still, so if he can take a next step, maybe even further. Maybe yeah. I, I was. I wanted to say the Patriots just to uh, to annoy. Annoy the listeners, I think, because everyone seems to hate the Patriots. Uh, but I agree with you. I think the Bills are too good. Um, we'll talk about maybe he'll finish second division in a bit, but I think I think the Bills will win it. I think they're like a 12-13 win team, and I don't think anyone else is as good as that in the division. I think you'll see a couple of 9-10 win teams. I think the Bills will... It'll probably be a bit of a tough fight, but I think they'll win their divisional matchups and then and then run away with it as the, the season comes to an end. So we're lockstep on that one. Uh, next one, AFC West will probably be, well, I know I will, will be uh, same here. So I've gone Chiefs, obviously. Uh, I think the Chargers, teams like that, might get closer this year than previous years. Um, but, yeah, I'm still going to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I agree with them getting closer, but not close. Yeah. The Bills, maybe, where you might get three or four wins between teams, potentially. Yeah, yeah. So far, this is telling me we need a uh, Titans-Bills-Chiefs treble and we need to put all of our savings on it we can talk about that <laughs> talk about that offer um nfc north then division of the summer everyone spoke about it 
ended up kind of staying the same. So have you got the same winner? Who's your winner for this year? Yeah, it's got it's got with the Packers. I don't think this division's going to be that close either. No, you think they could walk away with it? Yeah. Unfortunately, I'd love to see a race in the North. I do like, you know, I do quite like the Vikings as a franchise, but I just don't think that they've got the whole package to... I mean, they're a great regular season team, the Packers, aren't they? Yeah, they are. What, 13-3, two seasons in a row now. And now they can finish even better with the extra game. But yeah, I put the Packers as well. Um, I agree. I think it'd be nice to see the Vikings challenge, but I don't think they're quite there. Uh, and the Bears, they just keep kicking themselves, don't they? Because <laughs> we've heard, we didn't put this in the rundown, but they've said that Andy Dalton's going to start week one. And I just think, what's the point? I know we spoke about it before, but if they had fields in there, maybe, I'm not saying I think they'd win the division, but I could get carried away and be like, oh, maybe they'll keep it quite close with the Packers. Maybe fields could be really, really good. But as soon as they start Dalton, you're like, okay, great. They're going to have a losing record pretty much. So I think that helps the Packers, the fact that Bears uh, are going to start Andy Dalton. They cut Daz Newsome as well, the wide receiver, the sixth-round pick. I was quite surprised by that. That was one of the more surprising cuts, I thought. Yeah, they did. And then also the Titans cut their fourth-round receiver as well on the same day. So, yeah, maybe too many receivers in this year's draft, potentially. Because the Chiefs cut Cornell Powell as well. Yeah, they did, yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately. Um, cool, well, that's the North. Uh, I don't think we're going to have any disagreements here on the next one either. NFC South, uh, I'll start us off. I've gone with the Bucks. I actually think... As time goes on, I was trying to think the Saints might be better than I thought. I think defensive, defensively wise and coaching wise, they're going to be really good. But I think the Bucks have got too much on offense, uh, and I think they'll they'll win that division by a few wins. So I've gone with the Bucks. Yeah, I see what you're saying there about the Saints actually, because if you think back to our preview pod, it was quite derisory really to the Saints, but they are a solid franchise over the last four or five seasons. Aren't they? they got over the hump of. Been seven and nine. I think there were seven and nine three years in a row. Yeah, they were. Yeah, about seven, eight years ago. But they seem to have got over that hump, but they've never quite got back to that second Super Bowl. I think that window was probably shut now with quarterback issues mm. that they've got. But yeah, it's going to be the books, isn't it? I don't think that's one of the more interesting division races this year. No, it wouldn't shock me if the Saints won one of the games, though. I think Peyton's such yeah, a good I coach. agree with you there. Yeah. But, but then I think they're the sort of team that will lose to someone bad, you know, because they don't score enough points. I think that's the way that it might be. Jameis has looked quite good as well over the preseason. But again, that's the caveat, isn't it? It's preseason. So we'll see. We'll see how it ends up. And Michael Thomas has not helped that franchise. So I think I think the Bucks, uh, the Bucks should win it. I think they're the second heaviest favourites to win their division behind the Chiefs. So. Uh, the bookies will be hoping they lose it, I think. Um, cool. Next is uh, your division, actually, NFC East. Uh, we'll see if you've picked your team. Who've you got? <laughs> I haven't. Should have. I've gone, for, I've gone for the Cowboys, to be honest. I, I think the East is going to be better all around than it was last year. May not be the worst division in football this year. Just like the Cowboys, I think they've got a lot of talent on offence. The defence... I know it's pre-season, like we always say, but the defence has not looked great no. at all through pre-season. I've not watched Hard Knocks yet either. Have you? Yeah, I watched a bit. I wouldn't waste your time before the season starts, to be honest. Really? Is it not good? The first episode's all right, yeah, and then it gets worse as time goes on. You do get to see how bad Mike McCarthy is as a coach, though. So if you want to laugh as an Eagles fan, there's just some... They can't even get a Zoom call going correctly. It's just... <laughs> it's not good if you want to watch it for a laugh I would recommend it but I think as time's gone on the access is getting less and less 
especially once Dak got that injury, you could tell they kind of really closed access to some of the players. So it's not bad. You like Micah Parsons as well, and he's featured a lot. So you might enjoy it more than me, to be honest. He's he's basically the star of the show, Micah Parsons. Oh, is he? Yeah. So you'll probably like it, but let me know if you watch it. Give me your, your, your verdict. Um, cool. I've also gone Cowboys. Uh, I just don't think, no matter how good the Washington defense is, which is quite ironic that these two teams are opposite, I don't think the offense is going to be good enough to win enough games. I think the Cowboys could beat the the football team twice, which could be all the difference. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys as well. You think that could be a landing spot for Cam Newton in Washington? What do you think? Yeah, you, it makes logical sense, doesn't it? But I think they didn't sign him before last year when obviously Ron was the coach. And with his cancer diagnosis, he's been pushing vaccination quite a lot, hasn't he? And I, I think, would he want to sign a QB that's not vaccinated when he's already got... Fitzpatrick and Heineke. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. That, I do think there's going to be some flipping and flopping though with Fitzpatrick, as there is everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah, you're not a Fitz Magic fan, if I remember rightly. Also, the rumours are that um, it's the Cowboys that want Cam Newton to back up Dak, which makes a bit of sense. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he's a Cowboys player, a big name for sure. Um, right, cool. NFC East. Last then, NFC West. Uh, I think we're going to have a different one here. So I'll kick us off. I've gone with the LA Rams. Uh, I think Stafford, maybe not quite as good as everyone says he is, but I still think he's better than what he's shown at times in Detroit. And I think the offense will be good. I think the defense won't be the best in the league, but it'll be top five. And I think they've got a top five coach. So I think the Rams are going to win it, but it's probably the toughest division to pick, I think. Yeah, this is definitely the toughest division. Probably the best division. Certainly the best division in the NFC. I am going with the Rams with you as well. Even though they lost a bit of depth in the defense, I think it could down, come, come down to them having a little better quarterback than well, yeah. the 49ers. I love the 49ers, love their defense. I just think that they might have a little bit more from the quarterback position to get that extra win. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be like a toss-up at the end of the season. Could be whoever wins the, the the tiebreaker, couldn't it, against each other? Yeah, it does, yeah. I'm just not sold on Garoppolo for a full season and then what happens when Trey Lance maybe comes in, so, yeah. But they might go snap for snap, like the pre-season, where they came in and out non-stop. That was quite <laughs> interesting. just stupid. That would be so fun. <laughs> I want them to do that against the Cardinals because... I had a couple of Cardinals fans popping off at me on Twitter due to my Kif- Cliff Kings reviews. So I'd like to see them just swap quarterbacks like every five minutes against the Cardinals and still beat them. But uh, we'll see if that comes true. Uh, cool. Well, I'm going to add a, a last minute one that we haven't prepped for. Uh, going to get us to do our one seeds as well. So AFC, NFC. I'm going to go Chiefs for the AFC and I think the Packers are going to win the NFC one seed. What about you? Right. Well, I'm going to go Chiefs. I think that's going to be 14 wins. And then I'm going to go, I'm going to go Buccaneers. Yeah, I kind of went Packers because I knew you would go Buccaneers. So I don't yeah. want every answer to be the same. Going to go Buccaneers. It's close because I think the Packers all, again, you know, kind of blow through the north and everything. But no, I'm going to go the Bucks. I think the Bucks have got a sneaky easy division this year as well. I don't think the Panthers and <laughs> are going to be very good. Um, yeah, I'm forgetting the other the third team. Oh yeah, who's the third team? Panthers, Saints, Bucks, and Falcons. Oh yeah, Falcons. Yeah, well, Tom Brady enjoys being the Falcons as well, doesn't he? So 
Yeah, I, I think it's going to be close, but I think Packers maybe four. I don't know if they play each other this season, but I think, yeah, Packers 14 wins, Bucks maybe 13 wins, one behind. That's kind of, it'll be close, I think. Uh, cool. Well, next we're going to go for our wild cards then. Um, why don't you start us off? Give us your first AFC wild card. Right, I'm going the Browns, your division winner in the North. I think it's going to be real close. I think the Browns have got a lot of talent all throughout the roster. And if they beat the Chiefs the first week, I'll immediately want to flip them around and have them as the division winners. But I definitely see the Browns. If they uh, beat the Chiefs week one, the podcast is going to be suspended for uh, a week so I can get get over it. Uh, My first AFC then, similar to yours really, opposite way around. I've gone with the Ravens. I think both those teams are going to have similar wins. So I think they'll both be... Well, I don't know what seed they'll be, whoever wins the division, but I think the Ravens or Browns will be the top wild card. I think they'll have the most wins out of the the kind of non-division winners, whoever it is. Um, my second team I picked then, I picked New England, actually. I, I like the news. I think Cam, that's the Cam. I think Mac looks good. Uh, the defensive line looks really, really good in preseason. I know it doesn't mean much. Gilmore as well, he's going on IR, isn't he? Or the PUP list, so he's going to miss a few weeks. But I think overall, the defensive line is going to be strong. I love Johnny Smith. I think Damien Harris is a good RB. So I think the Pats are going to squeak in there as a, as a wild card this year. And that's what I had on my choice. It was 50-50. And it's from the same division. And I'm going Dolphins. I think because I've got a lot of followers, that um, Dolphins fans, I've been convinced over, over the Patriots. I think it's going to be razor close for them to at the end of the season. I think Chua... It's going to be a little better than maybe people expect this year. I don't think he's going to completely play out of his shell like he was at Bama, but I think he's going to be a little bit better than dump-offs. And I like the defence. I love the coach as well. I'm going to go Dolphins there. And like you said, you uh, got a lot of Dolphin followers, so you want to keep the customers happy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely as well. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were going to go that. Maybe I'm going to have to watch, uh, even though I'm on holiday, I might have to uh, find a second screen to put Pat's Dolphins on now, just so I can go against you. I, just, I think have... that, just think that game is just great at, uh, for, for the first week. Yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, cool. Who's your last AFC wildcard? I'm going the Colts. Ooh. Yeah, because I had them in there maybe for the division. I think it's going to be a 10-11 win division. I think that's enough to get you the last spot. I think they're good enough fundamentally all throughout the team. Great coach as well, Frank Reich. Obviously, the big thing is what's going to happen with Wentz. Not only the vaccine rubbish that he was spouting, but (laughs) how good is he actually going to be? But I just, if he's not, if he's if he's like he was for the Eagles last season, then I'm going to be wrong, and I don't think that the Colts can overcome that. But if he's average, which I believe he will be, I think that'll be good enough for the rest of the roster to be able to carry him through. An Eagles fan not wanting to give up on uh, Carson Wentz. I won that first-round pick as well. <laughs> yeah, true, you did. Yeah, anyone who hasn't seen his video on the vaccine as well, he just comes across like an idiot. Even more so of an idiot than when he wears his camo sleeves when he plays football which <laughs> drives me nuts um, but yeah I haven't gone to Colts I actually found this really difficult I, I, th- I don't think you could have three teams from the AFC East so I kind of cut the Dolphins off 
I'm pretty low on the Steelers, but then after preseason, I started thinking, oh, could they sneak it in? But I've actually gone with an AFC West team. I've gone with the Chargers. Uh, I think they could win nine games here and sneak in with nine wins. That's what I think. Uh, nine, what would that be? Nine and eight, I think they could get. They might get 10 wins as well because I think they play They play the Chiefs quite late. So if the Chiefs have already got the one seed, they might rest their stars. But uh, I think I'll go Chargers for my last team. But I think the Chargers and Steelers might be knocking around eight and nine wins, battling it out towards the end of the year, potentially. Nice, I'd like that game. Just trying to work out from what you've done, you've probably got Buffalo second seed, right? So that'd be Buffalo Chargers, Josh Allen, Herbert. That'd be a nice first round game. Herbert would win, just so I can know my friend who's a Bills fan. He, hate, he hates Herbert in the draft and he loves Josh Allen, so that'd be a perfect night for me. I'd enjoy that. That'd be some good playoff games, though. But we've got a couple of differences, which is good. Uh, let's move over to the NFC. I'll kick us off then. I've gone with, the first of all, the Seahawks, who I think will finish second in the NFC West. Uh, I think they'll probably get 11-ish wins, um, which is above their win total. Uh, I think basically Russell Wilson... And the coaching staff are too good. I think they'll win enough games to get it done. Yeah, I've not gone for them there. I've got in my first wild card is the 49ers. Just as I was saying about the Rams, I just think it's razor close. I just think Shanahan can get that offence manoeuvring. Dip. Never mind who's a quarterback, but that just doesn't give me enough faith for it to win the division but I love the defence as well I think the run game's going to be uh, really good I think Trey Sermon is going to be in with an outside shot for uh, rookie of the year if you went non-QB rookie of the year he could be a nice nice little bet for you but yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah. go to 49ers here that's Patrick's fantasy sleeper corner this is with uh, Trey Sermon don't listen to me about fantasy whatever you do <laughs> Um, yeah, I like that pick. That's a good pick. I've actually gone with the 49ers for my second wildcard team. I think we're getting three playoff teams from the NFC West. Uh, I agree with what you said. doesn't matter who's a quarterback. I think their offense will be good. I would, what's the word? I would worry more if it's a Jimmy G injury. You know, I think so he's coming in and out or they're playing in games half fit like they did last year. I think that could be a worry. But if he stays fit or they just decide to go with Trey, which, whichever they do, uh, I think they could uh, have enough momentum offensively to be good. I'm not as high on the defence as you, because I think the secondary is pretty terrible, but they play some teams that like to run, so I think that that'll benefit them as well. So I've gone with them for my next seed. So we've flipped round there, because I've got the Seahawks. Nice. Oh, I, I mean, there... All three teams are definitely good enough to be in the playoffs, aren't they? But it is really tough to get three from a division in there. If one of these teams is bad within the division, it's yeah. it's going to be difficult, isn't it? So I've gone the Seahawks in this spot, and I expect them to, like they do every year with Carroll and Russell Wilson, just challenge for the division, really. Especially to get off to a hot start. But, yeah... It's going to be tough to get three teams from one division. I think they're going to need to be sharing wins yeah. as well. There's only two teams on it last year because the 49ers obviously had a bit of a down year. And then they ended up playing each other, didn't they? It was Rams versus Seahawks in the first matchup. So, well, the was... way that we've both got it set up there, that would be what would be kind of probably a divisional matchup there as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, Rams would have to play a division again. It seems to happen every year to that division, but... Uh, it's a tough one, a very tough division. It's a very tough division to be the worst team in, unfortunately. Um, 
But hey ho, that's more cardinal slander from me. Um, next then, who's your last NFC wildcard team? I'm, I'm interested. Gonna, I'm going to go the Saints because oh. of what I up earlier because I, I think the defense is good. It was better than people remember last season. They've only lost a couple of pieces off that. It's all going to come down to whether they can get competent play from the quarterback. Well, it's going to be Jameis, isn't it? Whether he can play within himself and not try and go 30 for 30 again. <laughs> I think Sean Payton will get that sorted out. I think I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be, like we said earlier, they're going to be better than perhaps we both gave them credit for. Yeah, I'm, I'm more confident now it's not Taysom Hill. I'll tell you that for sure. Uh, yeah. let, let's just hope the uh, the laser eye surgery for Jameis had some sort, of, uh, some sort of impact. But I haven't gone to Saints. I was choosing between the Saints and another team. And all my friends who listen to this will know who this is because it is the Minnesota Vikings. I seem to believe in them every year. I'm a sneaky, before his vaccination uh, <laughs> opinions, I'm a sneaky Kirk Cousins believer. And then he goes and stitches me up with his views on vaccinations, which not great. Similar to Carson. Why is it quarterbacks? Huh? Why is it always the quarterbacks as well? I know, I know it's weird. The m- most important position. Uh, it's always the uh, it's always the people that relatively privileged background and white quarterbacks that, yeah, that, that make these decisions. But yeah, I think the offense is good. I love just Justin Jefferson, Darwin Cook. Thielen, obviously, if they don't stay healthy, then it's not good. But they've got Amir Smith-Marset as well behind them, who I like. The defence is OK. I know they paid a massive deal, didn't they, to Harrison Smith, which everyone was a little bit shocked at. But uh, I think the defence is all right. Zimmer kind of knows what he's doing on the defensive end. Um, so if they get lucky with their quarterback not <laughs> not missing games because of COVID, I think the Vikings could steal it there and maybe get 10 wins and finish as the last wildcard spot, potentially. Uh, right, cool. That's the teams there. Let's move on to some awards. Uh, we'll start it off with probably the one that most people bet on, uh, slash bet, uh, slash pick, sorry. So MVP, there's no point me not going first because I've obviously gone Mahomes. Uh, he's the favourite for the award as well, I think. I think he would have won it last year if uh, they wouldn't have been the lead in for the one seed and he basically missed the last two games in terms of snap count. Had a bad game against the Falcons, so Rodgers ended up pipping him to the post. But I think Mahomes could win it this year. Yeah, I have got Mahomes, but mine comes with kind of the caveat that he, I feel like he has to be substantially better than everyone else. Because he is the best, it's kind of like, not anymore, but kind of like the LeBron issue when you had with he's probably the best player during the regular season, but he's, he needs to outperform himself per year to win the MVP and kind of people looking to vote for other players. I expect if the Bills are just as good, that Josh Allen will be pretty much neck and neck unless the Chiefs just lose like one game. Because I just think the standards from Mahomes are so high that he's going to be expected already to be this good that we know. Do you know what I mean? And it's like... I feel like he has to be just even an even better version of himself, which I think he definitely can do. If I was uh, if I was betting, I'd still pick Mahomes. Yeah, I agree. I do think I think the fact that he finished behind Rogers, actually he finished behind Allen last year as well on the actual tally by one vote. So I think that will help him for this year. But I agree, if he wins it this year, I don't think he'll win one for a long time because it'll just be that LeBron kind of almost 
overlooking what you've already got sort of thing and just picking someone else for the sake of it, I think. But this year, I think he could still win it. I think I'm sneaky positive that he's going to have the most time he's ever had to throw the ball uh, and he could have an incredible passing season. But again, I agree with you. The team needs to, whoever it is, has to have the one seed, which is why I think Brady at like 12 to 1 is good odds because they could have the one seed and his odds are way better than Mahomes, obviously. And Rodgers won it last year. So if the Packers have the one seed, I, I still think it could go the other way. So I think Brady's a, a sneaky outside bet, but I've gone Mahomes as well. Uh, defensive player of the year, then. This is kind of the opposite thinking with the LeBron in terms of Aaron Donald seems to win it every year. I wanted to put Chris Jones down, but that's just chief bias again. And uh, we can't have that all pod. I thought about Brian Burns because his sack pressure rate is incredible but they won't win enough games. So I actually did just stick with Aaron Donald again, which I think would be three years in a row. Yeah, I've gone Donald to maybe not take a step back, but Miles Garrett to take a step, a leap mm. forward. I really like Garrett. And I think if the Browns win as many games as maybe they can do, I mean, they could get up to maybe 11, 12 wins with the extra game this year. He's definitely the catalyst on defence. I like I'm going to go Garrett. Nice. I like that one. As long as he doesn't get any sacks in week one, I'll be happy. Uh, Coach of the year then. Based on predictions that we've mentioned so far, I went with Staley from the Chargers because I looked at the player teams that I put in the playoffs. Most of them were in the playoffs last year. Bill Belichick is similar to LeBron where I don't think he'll win the award because he's the greatest coach ever. And if they get 10 wins, that's not seen as great for, for him, even though it would be great for that roster. So I kind of lent with the Chargers because they were, what, 7-9 and nine last year. They've always had bad coaching, bad late-of-game situations. I think if they win 10 games against the playoffs first time in a while with a young QB, I think Staley, could uh, first year in the job, could win the award. Yeah, I agree with you there. I haven't chosen, but I think it'd be hard to go against. It's going to yeah. take someone pretty special, actually, to go against that if they get into the playoffs. But I've gone for Kyle Shanahan. Oh. I think I mean I know I chose the Rams to win the division but I just I don't see McVeigh winning it because I think the Rams would have to be as good as they were in the regular season a couple of seasons back when they got to the Super Bowl I don't see that I think Shanahan's going to take the 49ers I know they had a lot of injuries last season but you can see I mean when you win six games and then you come in and perhaps I think 49 as the ceiling could be like 12 wins in the division. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Shanahan. I think they can bounce back double their win total. You're definitely high on the Niners this year. Yeah, really I like high. It. I like it. It's a good pick. I don't know what his odds are. I know Staley's 12 to 1. I don't know what Shanahan's odds are. I'll check after, but they're probably similar, I would think. Uh, comeback player of the year then. Uh, for me, I just had to choose. He's the favourite, unfortunately. But I just think Dak is too obvious for this one, especially with my prediction and yours, actually. They'll win the division, I think. I think Dak will probably win it if that happens. So, yeah, I'll win the Prescott. Yeah, so he's a shoe-in, really, to win, isn't he, if they win the division. So I try to look kind of outside the box. Well, he's not really outside the box because two superstars, but I'd love it if McCaffrey or Saquon came back at the yeah. same level that we know that they've been at before. I'd love that. I know running backs are not as valued anymore, but two incredibly exciting players as well. I mean, McCaffrey before last season was incredibly durable for the amount of touches. I'd love for him. I think they bring some excitement as well from the position. So 
I'd like it to be one of those two, but I'm expecting it's going to be Prescott. So which one are you putting down as your prediction, Prescott or? No, no, I'm, I'm putting Prescott down, but it just comes okay. with, uh, I hope it's <laughs> incorrect. If you're wrong, you, you can be right in another way. I like it. Yeah. Nice. We've got two more to go then. We've got uh, first coach fired, followed by Super Bowl winner. And I might get you to pick who, who they're going to be in the Super Bowl as well. So let's start with first coach fired and uh, you go first. I'm going Zach Taylor because oh, I'm that's a good surprised one. he's not gone already because I just don't <laughs> the and I don't think the Bengals are going to look good at all from what I've been reading about the camp and you know Jamar Chase's issues in preseason and camp so they've got quite a favourable schedule to start with if I remember right like they've got a couple of winnable games including a Jacksonville on a Thursday night. If they get whipped by the Jags on a Thursday night, <laughs> you could, and he's at zero and four. I think it could be pretty. Like Urban Meyer dropping thirty on you after he's looked awful all preseason. <laughs> that would not not be good. I mean, that's a great shout. I slightly, uh, I'm slightly jealous of that. I haven't gone Zach Taylor, but I kind of wish I had now. I've gone with someone I mentioned earlier, a team that I've not had a good relationship with this week. I've gone with Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, first coach fired. Uh, what's this year three of the experiment? His offense is being terrible. Uh, he's also in a bad position where the division is so good that I just think maybe they could have two or three wins, and it could just get to a point where yeah, there's a lot of teams worse than them, but the, the owners might be like, look, let's just get a, a fresh start, get a new face in, and just kind of relax everyone a little bit after a bad start of the season. So I've gone Cliff Kingsbury. I think it was like ten to one as well. And there was like five coaches ahead of him in the odds. So. A bit of an outsider, but uh, I think he's terrible. And I think some of the bad teams will let their coach stay for the whole year because they want the one seed, whereas I think the Cardinals are desperate to get in the playoffs. So I think they could fire Kingsbury a bit early. Yeah, definitely. It'd be a shame, but it was a strange, strange appointment anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Well, breaking news on the podcast, the Steelers have traded a fifth-round pick to the Seahawks to acquire Aquilo Weatherspoon, cornerback. Steelers get a... Uh, Get another corner. There we go. Breaking news on the pod. Um, Right, cool. Last one then. Super Bowl winner. Uh, We've forgot the rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, rookie of the year. Correct. Oh, we've got two rookies of the year as well. Defensive and offensive. Nice. Right, so rookie of the year. It's on the fly now. I haven't thought about it. I'm going to go with... This is tough. I've got Mac. I've got the Patriots in the playoffs, haven't I? So I'm going to have to go Mac Jones. Same way. You go Mac. Got him. Yeah, if they're in the playoffs, so they've got ten wins. No one else is going to have ten wins out of the rookie. So there's. I think he'll win just by default. I think if that happens. Nice. I'm going to go obvious. My answer is obvious, but my notes are not obvious. So I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to look like a a good NFL quarterback by the end of the season. But I was trying to think about the offensive rookie of the year, non-QB-wise. I like Elijah Moore from the Jets. I like yeah. him in the draft, but I like what I've heard about him through camp as well. So That's a good one. Yeah. Surprised you didn't go with your mate uh, Sermon. <laughs> no, yeah, I think he's a good option. I think he's going under the radar in kind of, maybe not in fantasy terms, but he's going under the radar and kind of the real world. Yeah, I agree. Uh, cool. Defensive rookie of the year, then. This is harder, I think. Uh, oh, I don't really know what to say. So I've... I think Jimmy Davis is going to be good. 
I'll go with the favourite then this time. I didn't last time. I'm going to go Micah Parsons. I've got Dallas in the playoffs, so have you. So I think they're going to have, have be a good team. And if their defence has any good moments, it's probably going to be him that provides it. So I think he's going to make some flash plays on a bad defence. So I'm going to go Micah Parsons, I think. Nice. I was trying to quickly off the top of my head think about who's won it before and what kind of team he was in. Uh, I like your choice of jamming Davis there. I'm not going to go Parsons because I think they're going to be bad on defence even though they win some games. I think Quinny Pay could be a good one. Yeah, yeah, the Colts. But I'm going to go this is a real outside shot now and this depend. I think this is dependent on the winning yeah, I mean, not winning the division. I don't think they win the division, but getting in the playoffs. I'm going to go Barmore at the Patriots. A real outside shot there. But I think they're going to be stout on that defensive line. I think they could win games through defence. So I like that. I looked at that to try to see if I could do a Pats double for offensive and defensive. But yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. I think Sertain's not a bad shot either, but cornerbacks don't win it as often uh, or in recent years haven't. So yeah, I think... Parsons and, and Barmore are two good ones. Um, cool. Well, I missed those two out, so apologies, but we're back on track. So Super Bowl winner then. Uh, I'll just go first because it's obvious what I'm going to say, isn't it? Uh, I'm going to go Chiefs over the Packers. Like I said, I put the Packers down for the NFC one seed. I think Rodgers beats Brady in the NFC title game this time, at, which actually would be a Lambo again, wouldn't it, actually? Because they, they, they'd be the one seed. So I'm going to go Mahomes beats Rodgers. Uh, because their pass rush isn't as good. And I think it'll be a high-scoring hell of a game, but the Rogers, uh, Rogers will just lose out again. Nice. I'm going to go Chiefs to win it. I, think. Oh, I love yeah. this podcast. I just think that, like I said about Mahomes, he's, he's going to have to step up another level to win MVP, but I think he's got that next level that no one else has. I think the improvements on the offensive line, the defence will... Be good enough, like when the Super Bowl two years ago. And we're going to go the Chiefs over the Rams. I think there's going to be some shots in the NFC this year. I don't think either one of the Packers or the Bucks. I like them to lose early. I wrote down that you were going to say uh, 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, I didn't have a rematch from two years ago. Not yeah. quite that high on them, but. Especially, nice. if, um, especially if Lance has to come in and play for the whole season. I don't see a rookie QB getting all that way. But I'm going to go the Rams. I think the NFC is going to be close when it comes to playoff time. Nice. I like that. If it was the Rams, I think it'd be a, a fun game as well. I don't think the chief centre, Creed Humphrey, would enjoy having a Super Bowl against Aaron Donald, would he? But I think uh, I think that'd be a high score. I think either of them, Chiefs, Packers, Chiefs, Rams, both be very high scoring for sure. But yeah, nice. Anytime you pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, you've made up for the fact that you, you're not going to watch Chiefs-Browns in week one. That's, that's, <laughs> that's fine. But that's the uh, end of our predictions. So uh, midway through, whenever the first coach gets fired, we'll, we'll see who it is. We'll track it. We'll track all the others. And we'll do this every single season to see uh, see how well we do. Uh, in terms of the rest of the, of the podcast coming up then, uh, our next week, early next week, we're going to have our first weekly preview for the season uh, for week one. And also, at the end of next week, we've actually got Eric Eager from PFF. So, PFF Eric, because he's known on Twitter. He's coming on to talk a little bit about betting, a little bit about week one betting, uh, and just general kind of 
NFL analytics for anyone that likes that sort of thing. So he'll be on probably next Thursday or Friday, and me and Patrick will be back early next week. Uh, we've also got a giveaway on our Twitter. So if you go to at go for two pod, uh, two being the number two, you can win a Christian McCaffrey jersey. Going to pick the winner the night of the Cowboys Bucks. I probably won't watch it live, so we're going to pick the winner before the game, so I don't have to stay up until like three a.m. or wherever it is. But uh, make sure you go and enter that. It's a free jersey with uh, CMC, and never know if he's back to his old self. Uh, you could also maybe buy a mug from uh, Patrick with his name on. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> there we go. Uh, remember to go follow Patrick as well at Mugs NFL, and we'll be speak to you soon. Yeah, I'll speak to you soon, guys. Hey.